How's it going, guys? Uh, Tuesday with special implications for football. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays. This is your favorite football podcast, The Football Academy, giving you guys a sneak peek, a preview, and a whole lot of gambling nuggets for this upcoming big Boxing Day fixtures. Merry football Christmas. Uh, welcome, Brayden. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Spoon? I am good. It's me and Brayden out here trying to give you guys as much information as we can. Will sadly could not be with us. As you know, he had to go save his family by going and enjoying a birthday dinner. But he sent us his bets. And as we go through our bets, if we do think there are some out there bets or if there are some good bets that you guys should know about, we will definitely be voicing his opinion through us. Basically, we'll just be looking for something to laugh at him. Most definitely. Something, a team that definitely needs something to laugh at, I guess. Tottenham Hotspurs. They've become a laughing stock with Jose Mourinho being there. And every time they lose, they get even more ridiculed than what they were before because of the Jose Mourinho effect. They are the first team to play on Boxing Day. At home, hosting Brighton. Tottenham minus 190, Brighton plus 475, a draw at plus 350. Which way do you see this go, Brayden? Yeah, so I'm an Arsenal fan. I think that was a little harsh on Spurs. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting uh, storylines in this game. You've got uh, Brighton earlier uh, when they beat Spurs uh, back early in the season, 3-0. Uh, is this going to be a revenge spot for them? You've got uh, just coming off the loss from Chelsea. You've got uh, Son being suspended for this game. Uh, so there's a lot of angles to look at in this. For me personally, I think this is going to be a get-right spot for Tottenham. I think they take it to Brighton, and I think that they kind of reestablish themselves as a better team, get a little confidence as they go into the new year. I'm going with $50 on Spurs for this game. Good. I, I very much see it the very same way. I think Brighton struggle a little bit away from home and Tottenham definitely need a bounce back result after that dreadful performance against Chelsea so I'm gonna go with a $50 on Tottenham as well talking about Tottenham from one laughing stock of North London to the other laughing stock of North London Bournemouth hosting Arsenal I know I'm sorry you can make fun of Man United it's okay. Bournemouth at plus 250 Arsenal even odds Surprising for an away Arsenal game. And then there is a draw. But for everybody listening, always just remember, red or white, not London, just shite. Huh. Um, so I don't really know how to approach this game for betting-wise. You've got Mikel Arteta taking over the team. I think that's going to be a good thing long-term for the club, but he's only had one, maybe two training sessions before this game gets going so I don't necessarily know that you will see that immediately I do think he'll work to try to change the mentality of the team and I think that's been part of what the team has struggled with away from home uh, so I'm, I'm not sure Bournemouth have been bad they've had some injuries and this is the time of year where injuries really hurt you so I'm going to go with 100 on Arsenal for this game wow even Wolves more confident about Arsenal than you are right now I, he put, well, William will put down $120 on Arsenal. 
So I really want to go with the trend and put money on Arsenal. But I look at Bournemouth and I'm like, maybe they can bounce back. But with the odds, I I just don't see it happening. I'm going to go with a $10 on the draw. I think overall, I can see Arsenal improving and getting a win. But I just don't think the odds are good enough for me to put down a lot of money on Arsenal. Moving on. Two promoted teams, two teams that know each other very well. Aston Villa hosting Norwich at Villa Park. This is Will's, Will's dumbest bet of, the, bet of the week. I don't know what the fuck am I saying right now. Will's dumbass bet of the week is $230 on Norwich. Norwich are plus 230 So he will make bank if this hits. Aston Villa favorites at home kind of at plus 110. A draw at plus 280. Vegas is telling us that a draw is the least likely result. So, how do you see this goal, Brayden? Oh, this is a tough one to break down. I don't necessarily think the Norwich bet is terrible. Villa looked really, really bad against Southampton in the earlier match. I do think that Villa, go well, they were at home against Southampton, so it's not going back home. But I think Villa at home that will look to... Be a little stronger in this game. Be a little more assertive. And I do think that Norwich uh, defense is primed to be pounced on. Now, I, I'm personally going to go with $50 on Aston Villa in this game. I can see lots of different results here. I very much agree with you. I think this is a very intriguing game because of the fact that they know each other well from the championship last year. And Norwich were playing better football than Aston Villa. And they were playing a much more free-flowing style. It hasn't been that, I guess, with injuries and everything not going their way. But, again, I really want to look at this and go, hey, I think this is going to be a Aston Villa win or a Norwich win. But I'm going to go again with $40 on the draw. I think there's quality on both sides. But McGinn missing is going to be huge for Aston Villa. I yeah. think Jack Grealish alone struggles a bit to create enough. And if Norwich does play an open game, it might help him out. But I do see this and on like an exciting 2-2, 3-3 draw. will be interesting to see if Aston Villa hits their first half under in this game. Yeah, I, I don't see this as a great opportunity for that. I, I think this will be, I think goals will be scored in this game. I think, I think an early goal in this game would absolutely set off if you see an early goal, go with the over as as quickly as possible. If it's like 3.5, 4.5. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like anything before the say 30th minute or so, if you can if you can bet it live and, and get that before the next one comes, because I do think these are two teams that are gonna go right back at each other. And I, try, like I don't think anyone's settling for a goal. And there's enough quality, I think, moving forward, especially with Cantor and Timu Puki up there. So it could be a very, very exciting game. It could end up being a dud. But I think it's going to be a draw. An exciting one on top of that. Another team in London flying very high after their big win against Tottenham. Chelsea Football Club at Stamford Bridge. Hosting the Liverpool Under-23s, also known as Southampton Football Club. Chelsea minus 290. Huge favorites coming in. Southampton at plus 750. A draw at plus 425. This feels like a game that they can. There's a chance of a letdown. 
I fully agree with that. I think this is a very strong letdown spot. I will say that Chelsea being at home worries me a little bit for you know going with Southampton because sometimes the letdown spots, if the home crowd can get you going again in the second half. And so even if it was a letdown spot to start with, they can kind of come back from that and recover. So I'm going to go with $10 on the draw in this game. I, I don't like the Chelsea odds at all, and I'm not convinced of Southampton winning. Uh, so I'm going to split the difference and go with the draw. I agree with that sentiment. I think Chelsea might find it very hard to get a result in this game just because Southampton might be up for it. Chelsea players still on a high and a hangover from the Tottenham result. Granted, they have experienced players, as I've pointed out before, but this game could be one where the squad might be a little bit too thin. But again, Kovacic was on the bench, so they should have ample. I am going to put down $100 on Chelsea winning this game. I know that's not going to return a lot, but I think that's a very plausible result. I mean, I think that's fair. Chelsea should win this game. Uh, my only concern about going the other way was the odds. Yeah, I think... I just, they, I just didn't want to bet on the draw again. I think that's fair. So, actually, I'm going to change that to $10 on Chelsea. Sorry. So, really not returning anything. Yep. 2.9, maybe. There you go. $2.90. Yep. Cost of PBR. Actually, that's three ninety maybe. But, <laughs> moving on from PBR, going on to a PBR of the English Premier League. Crystal Palace hosting West Ham United. It's like PBR playing against Takade. You really want to know which one is the least shittier team between the two. Crystal Palace, are they going to be able to hoof it up to Wolfred Zaha at Sellers Park? Might be one of the last times he plays at Sellers Park, given with all the January transfer yeah. windows rumors. West Ham United with their sixth best manager of the Premier League. Manuel Pellegrini coming in. Huge underdogs at plus 210. Crystal Palace at plus 130. Draw at plus 235. What's up? with your prediction for this Brayden. so I look at this and I I don't I really don't know where to go on this and when I don't know where to go I generally try to bet as little as possible um, so I'm gonna go with 10 on a draw because I think Crystal Palace will be able to keep it pretty tight at home and I, I think this ends up a 1-1 draw but we'll see. I can very well see that happen. I will say, given the odds in this situation, I am going to go with $40 on West Ham United. I think they do need a result because they were high-flying after like a couple of initial bad results, and then now they're going into their slump again. So Pellegrini and the boys need to figure their stuff out and make sure West Ham gets out of their slump. Because, again, I think... The top six places are there for the taking for teams like West Ham that have tried for so long to break into there. I think Arsenal struggling, United struggling, really opens the door with Sheffield United and Wolves and being up there. So we'll see if West Ham actually takes the initiative. I would not, absolutely not be surprised, though, if Wolfred Zaha comes up with something spectacular in Sellers Park. But moving on, big, big home welcome for Carlo Ancelotti at Goodison Park as Everton hosts Burnley. 
Everton underdogs for them might be the first time in a very long time. They're uh, sorry, Everton favorites <laughs> for the first time in a very long time. See, it's just weird to say that. Indeed. That's why I made the mistake. Apology, all Everton fans. Everton at minus one forty. Burnley, I guess huge underdogs at plus four hundred. A draw at plus two seventy five. I will say we'll bet on the team that he calls the blue shite. So hundred dollars on top of that, very very interesting. What do you think? So it's hard to it's hard to know what to do with Everton right now. Uh, they have not been really good at all recently. Uh, they played a miserable draw with my team this past weekend, and I, you don't know necessarily how they're going to play with Ancelotti. It could go a lot of different ways. It could really work. It could take some time. I think when you look at the odds for this game, I think Burnley is probably better than plus 400. So I'm going to go with 50 on Burnley, but I think that's more of a play on the odds than it is who is actually going to win this game. I agree with that. I think Everton are a hard team to judge, and especially with... Having such short periods of time in between games, I just don't know if they're going to be able to produce the quality over and over again. As we saw, they struggled against Arsenal at home. So, wouldn't be surprised with another draw, in my opinion. But I am going to go with $10 on Burnley as well. I think just because the odds being better, make sure that that, I think, is the bet worth taking. Next game, two teams that were supposed to be on completely different trajectories as to where they are currently. Sheffield United, supposedly one of the worst teams, according to preseason experts who would watch the championship, are doing very well up there with all the big teams. Sheffield United, minus 120, favorites against a high-flying Watford team after their big win against Manchester United, and a draw at plus 260. How do you see this go, Brayden? I, I think this is a letdown spot for Watford. I, I think the. I mean, you gotta have like a two-game letdown before you have a letdown spot. I, no, opinion. not with as bad as Watford have been this year. They got their first win of the season this past weekend. I, I think it's a letdown spot for them, a hundred percent. It was their first week win of the season against us. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. How shit must you be? Yeah, I mean, they, they've, they've squeaked out a lot of draws. I mean, they they had the draw with us. They had, like, a, they, they've had a lot of draws this year, but that was their first win. Um, I am going with 400 on Sheffield. Oh, it was their second? Yes. Oh, excuse me. Um, We're still top two. Top two in yes. something. Manchester United. I, okay. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, that that's good. Ignore what I said then. Um, but I'm going with 400 on Sheffield because I think I think Sheffield are a much better team right now, and I I think they're going to quickly arrest uh, Watford's high flying after beating Manchester United. I can very well see that. I think Bramall Lane's going to be absolutely buzzing with this and I am also going to go with a big $300 bet on Sheffield United I think given the odds given the occasion I just don't think Watford are going to cause enough of a ruckus out there granted the last time three of us bet on the same team Aston Villa they got absolutely 
I guess I wouldn't say bit slapped, but like kind of got mopped with by Southampton. So I wonder if Watford is going to do that to one of our bets again. Will be intriguing. But I think Sheffield United should have enough in their tank. The players have been playing really good. Lundstrom is a goat on FPL. And you have Dean Henderson out there. Ollie McBurney. Very brilliant, brilliant team to watch. And Chris Wilder is their gaffer. And he'll lead them all the way. <laughs> Moving on. A guy that everybody's questioning about whether he will lead them anywhere at all. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It's funny how Manchester United moves in like two week spans of two weeks where it's like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is about to be the next best thing since sliced bread. And then you have the next two weeks of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is one of the shittiest managers that's ever managed Manchester United. So it's going to be an intriguing game. They're big favorites at home, a minus 280 against a Newcastle United team and the Atlanta boy. Miguel Amaron getting his first goal on top of that. Maxi Saint-Million is going to be missing for Newcastle, so that's something to look out for. A draw at plus 425. Will thinks it's going to be a draw. Where do you see this go, Braden? I don't think that Newcastle is set up to take advantage of Manchester United in the way that some other teams have. Newcastle's advantage... Or, or the way that they've been stringing together games and, and getting results that are quite frankly shocking to me when you look at the stats afterwards, it, it's all been set pieces. I, I think that having Harry Maguire back there as someone who is who can get a head on head on the ball and defend, I I, I don't see Newcastle having much luck with that. So I'm going to go with 150 on United in this game. Well, I am very intrigued to just go big bucks again and put money down on Manchester United. I think Paul Pogba, big homecoming for him on Boxing Day. So it seems like a very, very good occasion where Manchester United players are going to let down their fans again. (laughs) So with that being said, I am going to go with $40 on Newcastle to win the game. I'm going to keep on with my trend of taking putting the money on the one result I don't want in the game I will say if Manchester United doesn't come out and perform well in this game just in general whether they win or lose if the performance is not there it will be worrying signs for Manchester United because I agree with that yeah I think we have talked about turning a corner we have talked a lot about moving forward if you are not going to beat Newcastle United after a dreadful performance against a 20, 20th place Watford, I think there are going to be huge question marks. And who knows? For all I know, Manchester United is going to come out and make me do that a lot on Boxing Day. Fair. A team that I hope is not making me drink a lot. Leicester City hosting... The Scouse Bastards from Liverpool. Leicester City, underdogs at home at plus 235. Liverpool at plus 110. Draw at plus 275. William Webb with $100 on Liverpool. Where are you putting your money, Brayton? This one is pretty tough. Uh, I probably would have gone harder on Leicester in this game if I liked what I saw more against uh, Manchester City. 
I will say that I think the plan for Leicester is going to be the exact same. I think they're going to try to hit him on the counter. And I do think that Liverpool may be a little more susceptible to that than, than City were. I think that um, when, I've, when I've seen Van Dyke play at times this year, he hasn't really struggled much. But where he has been made nervous a few times has been when the ball is played in channels with a forward who is faster than him. There were a couple times early in the first half when they played Arsenal that they looked for Pepe in behind and Van Dyke, you know, didn't look the Sniffed calm. He didn't look the calm, assured center back that he usually does. So I think that they're going to look for Vardy. And I think that's going to be that's going to be key. How that plays out will decide this game. I think. All that said, I'm going to put 80 on Leicester in this game. Because I just feel like I think they will have a bounce back. I think being home will help. I think maybe I don't even want to say a hangover from the Club World Cup because that's not really a thing. But I do think that was an extra distraction. That I think like okay, this is another intensity level that you were away from for just a minute. I I agree with that, and I also think when they played in the Club World Cup games. They didn't particularly look very good. I know Firmino didn't start most of the games, but this entire year I have been waiting for Liverpool to click the way they have in the past two seasons, and I just am yet to see it happen. I think this would be an absolute blockbuster of a game if they come out and just go swinging because I think they could disturb Leicester and, and their defensive organization. Yes with their pace however i'm going to go with 250 dollars on leicester city Ooh. i cannot have liverpool win this game i cannot have liverpool win the premier league and i just think leicester city just for themselves this is their occasion because if they win this they can start being again considered a contender they lose this i think people are going to start saying hey Maybe they're just a team that can play one game a week, and that's why they were good in the early parts of the season. Lesser loses this, and I think people start questioning whether they are the top top four team that we were all sure they were a week ago. I, I very much agree with I, I also think, as much as I want to agree with that, I see the other side of Leicester where... They did play a very, very wounded Manchester City team, which was waiting to pounce on a big win. After. I agree with that. Yeah. So I think Man City, again, as we have talked about over and over again, if there's a team that can catch Liverpool, it's Man City. And they yeah. needed the win a lot more. And I think the way Leicester and Liverpool match up, it's not a very good matchup for Liverpool. I think in terms of just like the way Leicester plays, as we ta- as you said... Vardy running in behind I think Madison if he is on his game in that he can take Fabinho out of the equation and if he takes Van Dyke out of the equation with balls played into Virgil uh, to Jamie Vardy and taking out Virgil I think Liverpool might be in for a long day they won this game on a bullshit penalty call at Anfield so I think if Brendan Rodgers needs to fire them up show them that Show them all the nonsense that they have done since winning the World Club World Cup. And you're like, hey, it's your time to shine. 
and I think they are going to. And that's why I put down two hundred and fifty dollars. I like it. Go for it. Last game of the midweek Boxing Day plus one fixtures. The one game on the next day. I think this is the game that can decide. Depending on what happens in the Leicester Liverpool game, Wolverhampton Wanderers hosting Manchester City. Wolves plus six fifty. Manchester City minus two forty five. Draw at plus two plus three ninety. How are you feeling about this? So, I'm caught in two directions on this because I feel that typically this is where I would say this is the game that Wolves get up for. Right? It's a big boy. It's it's at home. This is a game Wolves really want to play and want to like just rub their noses in the face of the quote-unquote top four Premier League teams. That said, I the past two games for Manchester City, to me, have been Manchester City planting a flag and saying, we are not going away. We are still here. We are still the champions of this league. And, you know, no matter what the table looks like now, we're going to give it a go. And if City, you know, City's had a few key injuries. If they start coming back, maybe some bad luck happens with Liverpool somewhere. It could be a race. And City's a team that's capable of stringing a lot of good results together and putting some pressure there. I'm going with the $100 I have left and going on City. Wow. I agree with you in terms of what you said about Manchester City. I think Kuneguero coming back is absolutely huge for them. They play Wolves away, Sheffield United at home, Everton at home. Then that's their uh, going into 2020 fixtures. And then they'll have the Derby and all the other games in the other tournaments. Which tells me that this is a situation where Pep Guardiola knows that he needs to build some momentum going into January. Because January and February could make or break in this entire Manchester City season. They start losing games in the Premier League. All of a sudden, Real bit slaps them in the Champions League. Pep Guardiola might end up without a trophy again. And on the other side of it, if they do get a couple of results, you go into the derby, you beat Manchester United, go to another final at Wembley, gets the team riled up again to go for more and more. So, as you said... We can see both sides of it. I am going to put down $250 on Wolverhampton Wanderers. Wow. I really think this is going to be the game that ends Manchester City's Premier League title hopes. I... I'm putting money down on Leicester, so I'm really hoping that Leicester win that game. Because if both these bets hit, I'm going to win the week. And I will most definitely yeah, for sure. come out looking good. But if neither one of these two bets hit, it could become a very, very bad title race as a Manchester United fan to watch. Yeah. So let's hope Wolverhampton Wanderers does something. Let's hope it's an amazing boxing day, by the way. Are, are we all excited? Yes. Can we talk about... Like, this is the day that nobody can take away from a football fan. This is what we live for, especially as English Premier League fans. Boxing Day, you mark it down. You always check after the rival fixtures when the fixture list comes out. Who are you playing Boxing Day? And 
some very juicy, juicy fixtures coming up. There, there's a lot of games coming up that have a lot of interesting storylines and can go many different ways. So I'm sure that all of my bets will be wrong, uh, as they've been the past couple weeks. And um, we'll I, di- I did win this past week's bets. Yes. Not that I am proud of the money I made, but if you want to go over that real quick to give them a recap of yeah, our expertise. that's a good point. We, we forgot to go over that earlier. Uh, so we had $900 to play with last week, uh, courtesy of Liverpool being away in the Club World Cup. I wish they could always be away. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'll go through uh, the results of the um, 100 on every favorite and 100 on every dog because I think it, encapsul- it encapsulates a little bit of what I'm about to tell you as far as results. So if you'd bet $100 on every favorite going into – last weekend you would have come out with five hundred seventy three dollars and sixty cents if you'd bet a hundred dollars on every underdog going into last week you would have made sixteen hundred seventy five dollars uh so you can see it was really a big weekend for the underdogs uh which usually that's when we see uh one william webb thrive uh is, is when none of the bets that make sense work out uh, but it didn't it didn't go that way uh, so Will, or not Will, excuse me, Sapoon uh, buoyed by his big bet against his club, uh, won the week with $423.50. Will was second with $398.59. And I had a shambolic $194. And we're going to try to do better this week. I really hope so, that we all do better, because... Those were not results that we want to see on yeah, a frequent basis. But well, again, it, it was an insane week of results. Yeah. When you just look at, like, nobody could have expected a Southampton win. And I think this is, this is Christmas season. And, like, this is one of the times that I do want to tell you guys something more than just what we talk about. We try to give you guys the absolute insight that we can find in terms of trends and statistics. However, when there are outliers, there's really nothing we can do about it. 100%, yeah. And I think we will try to see if there are new interesting trends forming after this week. But I think there are a lot of teams between that, I guess, 5th and 13th, 14th region that two games here and there, you go from 5th to 14th real quick. Yeah. So... The table is still so squeezed in together that, like, we expected by December we will see some more separation. The only separation we've seen is Liverpool separating right. itself from the pack. Yep. So, not very good signs if you're not a Liverpool fan. Correct. So, <laughs> I think... I'm really glad Will is not here for this pod. <laughs> I, I am very glad, too, because w- we're literally discussing two games that could very well determine if we get to see a title race for the yeah. rest of the year or not. And, and regardless of whether it's Liverpool or whoever, I do want to see a title race. I think it last is. year was fun. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Like, it could have been, you know, Arsenal and Tottenham going at it. It could have been, yeah. you know, United and uh, Arsenal going at it. I would have been perfectly fine to see a title race go down the wire because English Premier League was known for the competitiveness. Right. And this decade, we really haven't had that many competitive result like years in terms of just the standings being closed you had Kun Aguero 
moment in 2012. Of course, yeah. And then you had, I guess, last year, which was a one-point or two-point gap. Other than that, every single year has been someone running away with it. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I would like to see it be more competitive. Um, it, that's not how it always works out, obviously. Um, I would like to see that happen this year. Hopefully... We can get some Liverpool losses in there to make it happen. I would definitely love to see that. I need at least one Liverpool loss. But we'll see. We will definitely see. With that, we bring to an end this special edition of the betting preview for Boxing Day recorded on Christmas Eve. This is... Check out... All our other episodes, if you have never listened to us, this is going to be a special year for us in 2020. We are going to be back on Boxing Day with a lot of special, hopefully, insights from where we're going to go watch the games and get some more people involved to see how it all pans out. Also, we might be intoxicated. But we're definitely (laughs) going to be intoxicated, so no two guesses. But you guys are going to have a very good time listening to that one. If you didn't have a good time listening to this one, I am sorry. But Christmas Eve, we tried our best to put the best product forward. Merry Christmas. Have a good one. Happy holidays. And we'll see you Boxing Day. Cheers.